Hey, it's your best friend Moy here. And I want to take the time to tell everyone about the event that we are hosting called the Civ Give. This is a charity event that we will be broadcasting live on Twitch on December 20th at 4 p.m. Eastern. We will be featuring six other streamers, Van Bradley, Foibles, Peppermint Butler, Bostheus, OnSpot TV, and 100 Games 100 Days. During this event, we will be trying to raise $5,000 through Extra Life. Extra Life is an organization that helps raise money for sick kids' hospitals and Ch Children's Miracle Network. We're going to need all the help we can to raise $5,000. So we're going to need all the help we can to raise $5,000. So please come join us on December 20th at 4 p.m. There's going to be lots of special events there, and it's going to be a very good time. So hope to see you there and enjoy the episode. Diarrhea. Oh, are we on? Oh, I mean, uh, Babylon. Dude, what the hell? Wow, it's not professional, Zoe. <laughs> professional, come on, man. We don't want to hear about TMI, bro. Hey, TMI. We were talking about uses for Pepto Bismol, and then you pressed play. Okay, you. I counted down, bro. You, what do you think I was counting I down for? Didn't, I was too busy about talking about the pink stuff. Okay, to, for you. No. Uh, and, Speaking and of pink stuff, <laughs> Babylon's not diarrhea. Okay, Carl, don't worry. It's not <laughs> diarrhea. It's it's actually the opposite. Of <laughs> I really like Babylon. I did a whole thing on it today. You know that, Moy? I, I played an yeah, hour. You, tell us about it. What, tell us, tell so, us a little bit about what you did today. Uh, let me take you on an adventure. I shape the tail here. Uh, so, yeah, today uh, I, I do these every now and then, a raising review, just an hour of playing something new. So I did Babylon with the Heroes and Legends, uh, an hour on on uh, online speed uh it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun and like i think uh, i have to commend civ developers for um all the new civs i got they were all a lot of fun like when you when you're yes. playing them out they're yes. all like wow this is so good this is so cool <laughs> um so uh a, a lot of fun um i didn't go into it prepared like it wasn't like you know, I had my list of like, oh, I'm going to get all, you know, I'm going to see how lame I can, I'm going to see how cheesy I can do this. Because um, that's actually not the conclusion I drew. I, I didn't draw a conclusion that Babylon was OP. Uh, I, I think every Civ is OP except for Poland and um, uh, Georgia. Uh, no. <laughs> Georgia's S tier, man. You guys have always S tier <laughs> S tier let's go through a little bit I don't think we need to go through the abilities per se I, well actually no let's we do should. that in case you don't why not uh, yeah we should in case you don't know uh, if you're if you're if you haven't read the abilities of Babylon yet if you've completely lived under a rock which is totally fine because Patrick Starr does too and he's a cool dude if you lived under a rock you uh, babble and you don't know these Babylon abilities let's take you through these they have the unique ability called the Enuma Anu and Lil is mighty 50 percent science per turn that is a significant amount of reduction to science per turn however each eureka eureka it's a eureka it's not a, a boost it's not a boost okay so i'm gonna call out everything that you say wrong from now on but eurekas provide all of the science for technologies instead of a percentage so what means when you boost a science by getting a eureka then you get the entire technology instead of just getting 40% of it, which is insane. That is an insane ability. And the 
obviously the most controversial one. We'll get to it in a bit. Let me finish the the abilities but first. But setting the stage of calling it insane and then saying we're not, okay. Go on, go on. Hold on, hold so on. You'll, hold you'll on. get your you rant later. Unique... Okay, you'll get your rant later. Let Moy finish. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. coming. <laughs> you'll, you'll get the raising rant later. Just give it a moment. Then you have the unique unit, the Sabum Kidum. Kibidum. It is a ancient era melee unit. It's available right from the start. You can build it right from your first city. It is a completely unique unit. It does not replace anything. Does it upgrade to swordman? Yeah. Question yeah. mark? Yeah, it, does. it does. It does. Okay, so it upgrades to swordman. It gives you plus 17 combat strength against heavy and light cavalry. So that means it's basically also a spearman, but it's a melee class unit. That means it's also good against anti-cavalry so this thing is good against cavalry and anti-cavalry units it has plus or has three movement and three and sight, sight. Yeah. yes that's a big deal a unique infrastructure is the palgum it replaces the water mill it's unlocked with irrigation it provides plus one housing plus two production and fre all fresh water tiles receive plus one food lastly the leader ability uh, if you don't know who the leader is, it's Hammurabi. I didn't know who it was, but I was told that he was the one that wrote the Code of Laws because I'm a moron, but that's my own problem, so don't worry about it. You said it. <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> the leader of your, your words <laughs> is the... Ninu Ilyusirum. Uh, when each specialty district type except the government plaza is constructed for the very first time empire-wide, receive the lowest production cost building that can currently be constructed in that district. If it's another district that is not a specialty or it does not have a production building within it, you receive a free envoy when that is constructed for the first time. And that is Babylon. So, Zoe, how did you feel about Babylon in your first game with them? Okay, so... Very fun sieve, okay? I don't think it's broken. I really don't think it's broken. I agree with I, you. I, I, agree I believe with you that uh, people, whenever a new sieve comes out, you know, like the only time I've seen a sieve that I'm like, I don't know about this one, was plus one movement for everything, just because that's such a simple, awesome bonus. So my experience with Babylon, it's like, yeah, you get a lot of science. You do. You get lots of science. But what ended up happening is like ancient era, classical era, you know, medieval. Yeah, I got all these sciences, which is great. But I found that the empire itself, which is cool because I like this. It like they, they basically set it up that like, yeah, you'll get all this, but like you need the infrastructure to actually utilize it. So you better go and build that infrastructure. You better have the things and you better have the production. You better have the gold. It's like, OK, great you can build crossbowmen really quickly. Do you have the gold? Like, and, and even just to get that, right, you had to likely upgrade guys, okay? So it's very expensive to get that sudden burst that would get you pike and shot, right? Uh, if you have two crossbowmen, mm -hmm. you'll, get, you'll get that. Great, you'll have pike and shot. Mm -hmm. Do you have all the things in between to actually have the pike and shot? You don't, okay. Well, it's great that it's out of the way. Is there a science you actually want but that you can't do the trigger for. Oh, sorry, you're not getting that science very quickly, okay? Um, your your science is going to be very dismal. Now, the irony, of course, not irony, like it's part of, you, you do actually wanna build libraries because even though your science is garbage, uh, just the great people, if you get a great person that triggers three Sciences, you know, okay, I'll get, I, I got three Eurekas, I got three sciences. Mm -hmm. um, or if you want to build like 
you know, the uh, the great library. I didn't do any of that. OK, I didn't build a single campus. All right. So first of <laughs> all, the science, the so. science ability, it is spectacular. It is different. It is unique. I really hope that every new Civ is spectacular and unique. I found, though, that just because I had all of the science did not mean that I could necessarily act on it. OK, mm-hmm. uh, it's like uh it's like the, the Poland that you have all these things you can do. It's hard to focus, though. Well, OK, so <laughs> no, yeah, that's exactly and, um, right. that's full, so, full disclosure. <clears throat> I haven't actually like played Babylon yet. So I've, I but I was watching a couple of uh, our Civ Give streamers play Babylon today. And I found like one thing that was pretty common theme is that sometimes if you aren't able to trigger the Eureka specific ones uh, uh, that we're thinking of that, it can actually like pigeonhole you or like it's like a um uh, like a filter, right? So like you have to hard research right. something that puts you in a bad position, especially early game. So for example, bronze working, right? I think you have to kill like three barbarians to do that. Three barbarians, right? Okay. Yes. And so if you can't find, I remember uh, Bose was having trouble. He couldn't find all the barbarians to do that. And he had to like hard research it, um, which right. in the early game, because you keep getting all these like, these eurekas his science was like two per turn or something like that um and so there are like these certain things that if you if certain things don't work out for you which are partly random right like part of those things are random um then you can get to these like like these uh um what's the word i'm looking for it's like these uh the filter like uh where bottleneck yeah bottleneck it bottlenecks you a little bit um and so where you're still trying to research this hard research, this other one where you have these other researches all the way down the tree line, but you have to get the first one first, right? To get the strategic research yeah. resource that you need. Yeah. Um, and so it's pretty cool in the sense that there is a randomness associated with it, right? So uh, in just like anything in, in, in life, I guess, like part of uh, the start matters as well. If you can't get some um, parts that allow you to get the Eurekas, it can really bottleneck your tech tree yeah. And slow you down, actually slow you down at the most inopportune time where everyone else is just blowing through the easy uh, researches. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's a, it, it is a truly cool. It, it seemed pretty balanced to me, a double edged sword where, yeah, you can like run down the tree really quick, but um, it can bottleneck you at certain points and in the most inopportune times. And it's hard to fix it. Like it, it, it's hard and- to get around it. What what I found for me was the greatest difficulty, uh, and again, like now I'm aware of it, I'll I'll, I'll build against it. Uh, but it was it was production and money. Um, yes, you know, yes, and, I felt the same, same they, way. Like you 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 ultimately, if you want to do all of these things, you need to have uh, like money is the big one. Um, you know, if if you're going to upgrade your uh your 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 guys from slingers to archers, and then from archers to whatever, so that you can get your night or your uh your bombards okay great do you have the money that's a lot of money now and i was playing on online speed so that's a lot faster on standard speed that's significantly more difficult so i i did play on standard speed so i can tell you about the standard speed experience so i i didn't write down many notes but i these are the ones that i that i took took away so i only played one game with them and i lost i lost around turn maybe a hundred or something or so like that i played on, on deity and i spawned next to mongolia chimer sweden and gilgamesh and i was like great i'm gonna get murdered um so i tried to go the route of early crossbowmen because i know that crossbowmen are super easy to get all you need to do is get three slingers and basically you can just upgrade yourself to crossbowmen you upgrade the three slingers to archers you then have you then um Sorry, you upgrade three slingers to archers 
and you get crossbowmen, yes. And then you upgrade two crossbowmen, you get pike and shots. That's pike it. Pike and shot yeah. and bombard. Yeah. And, yeah, but you need the niter. But I, I wanted to build it's pike a, and it's shots. It's a niter was, rush, right? Like that was my rush. Yeah, but pike and shots was my was my goal. I didn't get there. But um, anyway, I got a, a crossbow, and I was kind of curious. I'm like, wow, crossbowmen, I got them on, I, I unlocked machinery on turn 41. And then I got my first crossbowman at 61. It took me 20 turns to save up 250 gold to then finally buy my first crossbowman upgraded from an archer. That's a lot of money, right? And you're and you're hoping that nobody's assaulting you in this time. Right. But right? I was I was very curious. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna declare war on Mongolia. I feel like I have my one crosswoman. How good is having one crosswoman? Like, how is this really a difference maker on turn 61? And so I, I did play on Deity, so like that may have may have been the case here as well. But it wasn't as good as I thought it was. Like it was okay and it held its own. And like, but the problem is just, you know, unit after unit after unit came. Uh, I was I was in a bit of a bottleneck, so I couldn't advance forward, but just you know, one unit at a time just kept attacking me and attacking me. I couldn't upgrade because I had to keep shooting people. And eventually it got overrun. And so I had to retreat to my to my city. And then I, he was totally safe in his city, but it just didn't matter because eventually it got swarmed and it, it, it fell and I lost. And the biggest bottlenecks for Babylon would be gold for sure and production. It's it's hard to upgrade all those units. Like you have, you might have a plan. Like yeah, I want to go straight crossbowmen and have a crossbowmen rush. I was watching uh, someone else earlier. I can't remember his name. I was watching someone else earlier, and they were saying like, oh yeah, this is the most OP Civ I've ever I've ever seen in my life. This is the greatest thing. And I'm like, you should try them first before you make any opinion on that. He's like, no, no, no. They, like this is my plan. This is the most flawless plan. I'm like, dude. I'm like, I'm telling you, play them first before you make any <laughs> you, statements on you, this like, thing. I I, I think that. In this case, I think that the way they were developed is you can get a little comfortable and then you can plateau and then you're screwed. Um, so you you can't just rely on your science. You have to make sure it is an infrastructure sieve. You have to make sure that you've got lots of cities. You have to make sure those cities are decent cities. OK, so you need that infrastructure to act on the knowledge that you have. Uh, and you can get into a situation like was just said where you almost bottleneck yourself yeah you missed a trigger it's like you can't you can't do the pike and shot why not well because you don't have any spearmen to actually go and kill a guy and now all their guys are beyond spearmen being able to kill them you know <laughs> um or or that yeah maybe you didn't get niter uh and even if you did get niter do you have 240 gold do you have the gold to actually go and upgrade all these so um you can't like i think that's what's kind of cool about it. it's like yeah you can lay back and be like oh i'm gonna get all these amazing sciences and all basic technology but they're meant to be they have you have to build the infrastructure if you don't build the infrastructure they can't act on any of it and even then they have to think ahead yeah what is our strategy are we going to war are we going and i think that's the cool thing about them is they have some versatility i see them as a sieve that can win the space race but they could also win religious victory they could also they win could a pretty good uh, domination culture victory. domination culture yeah, like, yeah yeah for sure culture for sure. i think they can do it but you have to make that critical decision like which way do you want to go and if you try to do it all 
when you try to do everything, you end up doing nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I think that they are a deceptively uh, simple sieve. They, they seem simple, but they're actually quite complex. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe not something right. that. I, they're I not a you, career wait, that you can just pick up. Who is saying that they're simple? Who who are you talking not, about? I mean, <laughs> not simple. I mean, uh, an OP that like if I play this sieve, I'll just win the game, oh, okay, and I don't okay, have to do much thinking. Okay, yeah, okay, 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 okay. They are yeah, complex. Yeah. They are a complex civilization. Uh, not to say that not any given sieve is complex, but they they're not like you know. That's a, Korea, you see what you, see what you think like Grand Columbia. They're not Grand Columbia. They're not Grand Columbia. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good example. Um, but I mean, I feel like if you put the, the civilization in the right hands, if you put them in it with, with, I feel like, I feel like Peppermint Butler would be the best person to give this civilization to. That guy is a thinker and that guy can plan like, no, I've never seen anybody plan a city. So like, I, I didn't watch his stream today, but I hear, I heard from Vector Cat that if you want to go see, um, a masterclass of city planning. Go watch Peppermint Butler's stream right now. He's streaming actually right now. Oh, Peppermint Butler. So you, Peppermint can, you can hang out with us or uh, go watch his stream. Wait, uh, no, don't go watch <laughs> it. Oh, oops. <laughs> Have them both it's open. Podcast, it's totally it's okay. cool. But, but if, you, if you put Hammurabi in the right hands and they know how to adapt and they know how to plan, that's where it's deadly, right? If you have a distinct plan in mind and you know, like, but I'm talking like you'd got to know the math involved. You have to know exactly how many turns is going to happen and how many, what, at what turn you're going to get this thing. You know how much money you're going to have on that turn, what you can spend it on. You can't buy this tile for this district because you need that 70 gold. Like you, like this is such a planned civilization that, you know, you know what I mean? Like you have to come in here with, if you, yeah, like yeah. you said, if you go and trying to do everything, you're going to get so lost. And that's what happened. That's exactly what happened to me. I tried to do everything. I tried to go in all parts of the tech tree and I just lost it. And, and maybe on the next podcast, I'll have a little bit more just because, um, you know, uh, it's hard to, uh, be able to play a game with Babylon and when you're becoming a new dad. So, uh, I don't have more first experience, but, yeah. but, um, just from watching everyone play it, um, you know, from secondhand experience, it does seem like, uh, and and um, you know, kudos to the developers. Like this is like the best that like Civ can offer in the sense of how versatile they can make civilizations. Like like how different. Yeah. Like it's not like you just pick it up and play, and and everything. Every it's not like um, like every Civ is just like a different shade of a different color, right? Uh, that that they're so similar to each other. They're all so different from each other that it makes it basically a game within a game kind of yes like, um so just learning to play a specific civ is like a game in of itself because there's so many different moving parts that you know you know playing with babylon it, it ha entails an entirely different play style than playing as like grand columbia or or rome or something like that um and i think like the the civilization's ability showcases that because it's such a unique ability and i and it kind of makes me excited a little bit for like what's to come and how they're going to play with other civs yeah. when it comes to yeah. an, em right? an empire wide minus 50%. Like this is that's bold. This is the first double edged sword civ, right? Like that where there's a like a clear negative, like a very clear that's a massive <clears throat> negative. Yeah. Science is so important and it makes you think like, well, what else? You know, 
doing a, a big penalty like that, minus 50%, you know, what other civs could maybe they, they do something like that for? I, I really liked it. And like, to me, what it sort of embodied was like, is a two prong thing. Like one, you know, Hammurabi Babylonians, they're amazing writers. Like, they they're able to diffuse information very quickly and 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 they learn it. But at the same time, that minus fifty percent to science to me, it's like, well, it's not that they don't get it. It's just like distributed everywhere. It's like the the empire is always learning. Everybody out there is always learning. Okay. Uh, so that when they get the Eureka. Yeah, another cool idea might be like, this is just off the top of my head, so I don't know how the math works out at all, and I may just be talking out my ass basically, but um, if they had something similar with culture where like you can like double your culture per turn, but you but it na- nails you on tourism, the, like do, and a certain ability that Civ has that where, so that allows hmm. you to just run through the tech tree and that's like the, that's like the strength of the civilization. So even though on paper, it looks like it's a culture victory Civ, because of the decrease in tourism, it's actually not because you can run through the tech tree, uh, the uh, civics tree really quickly um, that you can get up to different governments as fast as possible and make it more of like a domination sieve. I like that. Um, that sounds like Gaul a little bit, though. Yeah, it does, actually. So <laughs> maybe it's like high maybe, culture, but like tourism doesn't really matter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like when I first played them, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, man, like if I went like heavy culture, you know, like that was my first impression of them, too, is that you could ignore science and just, uh, you know, abandon science and just go for what is it going to be? Is it going to be culture? All right, go all culture, go all faith, go all gold, um, and they would have that 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 focus, you know. And then you would know what what triggers that you're looking for, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, do, uh, go ahead. Sorry, I, I, just the, the the two things was one. I do hope we talk about legends and hero briefly. Yeah, let's, uh, let's move on to that. Let's move on to that. What's, and, what's two? and then two, the infrastructure ability is cool, but in the oh, end, yeah. you only get one of each. You only get one of each, right? So only once for each building. So you'll get one for your workshop. You'll get one for your shrine. You'll get one for... Did you end up building uh, sorry, the water site. mill? I never ended up building it because I died. I did. I did. Was it good? Uh, I, I loved it. Like, like I think like... Well, now that I look, though, I see it. Uh, fresh water gets plus one food. I don't know if I noticed that before. So that's I don't know if that's saying that like... That's what I was saying, saying like, last Wait, um, so? Yeah, that that like that that is a lot of food. If, if each of the plus one on a river, obviously, especially if it's in like the right place uh, with a great bath. Uh, but yeah, I love that they took the water mill and turned it into a unique. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I yeah, I, I agree. Probably one of my favorite like buildings that they've introduced uh, in a long time. So beyond, beyond like. I don't know, the hockey rink. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know how much I love that. Yeah, I know. He loved the hockey rink. So let's get into the Heroes and Legends game mode. This is an exciting one and uh, something that we're going to be featuring cool. on Sunday as well. For sure, we're going to be playing this on Sunday. If you don't know what Heroes and Legends mode, uh, Zoe, do you have the notes up in front of you? Can you, can you introduce us to I Heroes do. and Legends? So, okay, so basically, there's lots of ways to, to trigger a hero. Um exploring you can a city state can give you one uh you can get them in um by going through a goodie hut i think they 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 can come to you just by exploring the map be like stumble across a hero um so there's lots of ways to get them 
And then they're basically these super awesome military units that usually have, like I had Mulan today. Mm -hmm. So Mulan's ability is each turn, she gets a plus one combat strength. Okay. Every turn that she exists. That's she gets insane. A plus one. Eh? So it just gets, goes up, up, up. She has like a <laughs> movement of five and a range. So she's like a, this amazing archer. Um, and at first, like I got her and I was like, shit, there's barbarians everywhere. And it was like, I was almost getting killed, but then she got tough and, and she was able to hold her own. I, uh, I actually, your... I watched that. I think cause she's a cavalry unit and you're up against a spearman. And so I like, was up against spearman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so all of them get some cool, like they're, they're all like fighters in their own right. So they can all defend themselves from the most part that I've seen. Mm -hmm. Simbad was a lot of fun. Oh my goodness. You get so much gold Simbad's Simbad, like, right? Yeah. Simbad's like, uh, yeah, you could pillage gold, 250 gold on, on online speed. So that's probably like 500 gold on standard It is 500. Speed. Yeah. That's uh, you, you damage them 50% and you get a bunch of gold like, wow. And they, they get a bunch of charges. So heroes, Essentially, they're these super units. Uh, they have a short lifespan. Uh, so I think it's like, I don't know, 20 turns would be my 30, guess. 30, I think I um, saw. Okay. On standard. So they get, so a, maybe short, 20 on they get a short lifespan. They, they don't gain experience. Right. Okay. So that's problematic. They don't get any, they don't get experience. But most of them have, or many of them have a charge ability that does lots of awesome things. So I, we just mentioned Simbad. Hercules is like, I'm tough. What do you need? Done. He builds it for you. Uh, he, he automatically builds like a district. Um, so all of these heroes, they give you either uh, just an amazing combat ability, but then they can also do multiple things in the game. They have a lifespan, but once they go, you can resummon them. Mm -hmm. You can, uh, within your cities, you can retell the tale uh, and they can they can come to you. So like, they're essentially a, a city research option, you know, at the very bottom where you have like, oh, you have a the city you know, project, you have a shrine, right? you can a city project. Yeah, they're like a city project um, that you can you can keep bringing them back. Um, they don't accumulate experience, which is problematic. I have no evidence for it, but I'll just say that when I got Mulan, suddenly barbarians were everywhere. So I don't know, maybe it's <laughs> <laughs> just part of her story. Um, but they're just, yeah, they're like, they're a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to seeing when there's like, like I didn't see the computer using them. So I'm looking oh, forward to when we're did. playing. Yeah. Okay. When we're playing and we see these not so uh, fun, legendary guys coming forward. Um, and I think th to build them, you need a monument. Yes. So uh, e each city builds a monument and each city can then dedicate basically i guess you dedicate your monument to the hero so it's that was kind of cool that reminded me back in the day of when military units were attached to a, a specific city um that's you know and i guess that's yeah they were they worship the case, one right? hero with, each with can worship one hero essentially each one can worship one hero so you're encouraged to have multiple cities um yeah it was it was really cool i didn't get to have any hero on hero fights but <laughs> so let's 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 t uh, break down uh, some of the heroes, or most of the heroes, probably all the heroes. I'm I'm interested in knowing what Beowulf's like base combat strength is, so uh, I can gauge. I don't know that answer. Probably Cause, high. Well, because he kills things that are under him like automatically. So I would imagine it's probably just more than like more. Th maybe it's dependent on the arrow you recruit him. 
but I would imagine it's probably it it might be equivalent to the best unit that can be recruited in that era. That's my best guess. But I mean, we do have Carl in here, maybe to answer that for you. I don't know. Uh, let's go through the heroes though. We have Anasi. Anasi's tricks when used when located on a bonus or luxury resource. Anasi consumes the resource and generates 60 science and 50 culture. Wow. So that would probably be... This would be like, good for Babylon because like, that's not science per turn, right? It's just 60, that'd be like, 60 science. I'm, I'm guessing that changes though for speed, right? So it's probably like 120 science in online speed. No, probably double. Uh, that would be 30 science then. It would be halved because everything's halved, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Slower. Yeah. Okay. Uh, King Arthur, or Arthur, Ar Arthur's accolade. Target in this guy was neat. Oh, I I, I want to try this one so bad. Target yeah. an adjacent land military unit you control. Arthur transforms the unit into a questing knight, a unique heavy cavalry unit with increased combat strength and twelve lifespan. That means it can last twelve turns. Costs one charge and one movement. After the questing knight lifespan expires, the unit disappears and does not return. So borderline carl <laughs> lifespan what a great idea uh giving a unit an era score effectively like they, they you know they 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 end up going away um i really like that like in civ like i get it with a military unit you know there's a reason there's like the 46th infantry is that they hand on from generation to generation it's just that that unit has been around that long it's not that they are literally alive that long. It's that they, they, they hand over the torch. These heroes are like, no, they got, they're just alive for a little while mm -hmm. and then they're gone. But don't worry, somebody will be reborn later that has, ah, uh, love charges on military units. Love that so much. I hope we see more of that in the future, even though it would break the game when a Civ gets one of those. <laughs> well, I think I, I, I was but I just this. love the mechanic. I love it. I was reading this before. It's basically like mixing Warcraft and Civilization. This is what this is. Because you get your like unique hero that represents your civilization, essentially. And like you go out with your hero. And I think that'd be really cool if each civilization got one hero that they can recruit at yeah. a specific That's era. That's what... Right? Unique unique hero. That'd be sick. Yeah. Like when, when it, we remember we were talking about this, like, oh, uh, the Canadians would obviously be Rocky and Bowinkle. Uh, but, <laughs> and just What's more Canadian all, than that? All the rest right? of it's so stereotypical. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like, I agree. I think uh, that would be uh, very, very neat. Like, and the cool thing is, Moy and Nystagmus, I think we're seeing all the bits and pieces of Civ 7 maybe okay. it's I quite think, possible think, well how are they gonna can they follow uh sid meyer's formula in going to seven seven with the 33 33 30 like where they do you know the, the the third new a third old and a third uh made better i don't know this is we'll find out becoming right? we'll a pretty, find out it's a pretty but these are modes yes so civ seven would be like no it's not a mode these happen. Yeah. And it, it just basically be a mortal great person. You know, it's a more it's a great person leader, uh, military leader. That's not a general. I love the idea that we have mortals in the game now, even though they can be reborn. Yeah, Let's not talk like about that. But we have mortals in the game. <laughs> well, and even that it's like being reborn. You know, that's not I don't think that's like literally, you know, it's alive. No, I don't. I don't think it's anything like that. It just be like, you know, you're that you're you embody the spirit 
of of Beowulf and you've got the you've got Beowulf in your heart and thus you are the same. <laughs> so we for for we purposes. are running out of time so let's we're going to quickly oh, no. we're going to quickly go through these. Um because of me guys We're, i'm, I'm just gonna name the names and like if if you remember or you're curious about it just stop me and i'll explain it but i'm just gonna name names right now so there's beowulf yeah. there's hercules there's himiko uh hippolyta hinafu and zabalinke maui okay i'm curious about maui maui <laughs> did you guys get the rock to do his vote <laughs> i would love that that would be so good you're welcome i think that'd be awesome anyway uh, maui's inventions used when located on an unowned empty plot maui creates a random bonus or luxury resource on the plot okay interesting not overpowered by any means but okay interesting like you can get some luxury or bonus resources that's just more food or, or whatever for your empire right that's awesome that's that would be really powerful for like uh upgrading like really crappy tiles yes that'd be true oh like right. all your desert tiles and like you put yeah. all yeah mm. okay i like where your mind's at okay then we have your desert tile now has wheat <laughs> yo <laughs> wheat in the I desert just... man it's maui he's a demigod <laughs> <laughs> shut up uh yeah, mulan there's oya there's sinbad so sinbad you were talking about earlier sinbad earns 500 gold whenever he discovers a new continent or natural wonder. He can also enter ocean tiles at any point of the game. Then he also has another ability where you can target an adjacent enemy naval unit or barbarian camp. This target is either cleared or damaged by 50% and Sinbad immediately earns 300 gold. Oh, wow. so when he good. dies, does he so tell you to delete good. his browser history? History? <laughs> <laughs> i don't get that and he's, he's like it's from rick and morty movement okay. no, 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 so it's from uh, it's from yeah. american dad and american dad um um one of the characters gets abducted by aliens and he meets sinbad and then sinbad dies and he's like delete my browser history before he dies <laughs> okay <laughs> okay and finally uh sun sun wukong i'm curious what this does so sun wukong is hidden that's interesting unless adjacent to an enemy unit and he also has immortality sun wukong has significantly increased lifespan wow so it's a unit that sticks around now this little tiny tweak that they added to uh i i just find it funny it's funny okay before i even get to the tweak what i find funny is that we we long know that if you're gonna have anyone take you home from a party okay <laughs> You'd want it to be Gilgamesh because Gilgamesh is just so much fun. But then Hammurabi comes around and Hammurabi's like, hey, I'm going to learn all about you and I'm going to treat you with respect. I'll get you home safe. Don't you worry. And we're going to have a good time. OK, that's like Hammurabi to me. So like this is trouble. You know, Hammurabi's on the stage. We Gilgamesh, what are you going to do? Well, don't worry. OK, because the legacy of Enkidu has been tweaked. All right. They thought of this. They were like, well, you can't have that. The, the bearded, the bearded Titan uh, can't just be usurped. We have to give him a little something here. And I just love that Gilgamesh has a tweak in an introduction to Hammurabi. Uh, so now Gilgamesh has when you have heroes and legends disabled. So when it's not on, when it war with a common foe. They and their allies share pillage rewards and share combat experience if they're within five tiles. 
their alliance gains alliance points for being in common foe. Okay, so I believe that's the standard. That's the standard, right? yeah, that's correct. Now, if you've got legendaries on, though, well, it, it changes up a little bit. Uh, so now, 25% production increase when claiming heroes, and heroes have a 20% longer lifespan. I just, I love this because, like, just meta-wise, like, you know, Inkidu, like the legend of Inkidu, like the Ili or Gilgamesh's story is like one of the oldest like pieces of fiction, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, it just makes sense that for the civilization, for the leader, who is, is one of the oldest uh, stories of, of fiction, that this is not like we're saying this is, you know, religion or anything like that, uh, that obviously they're heroes. They're going to be cheaper and they're going to last longer. They're going to stick around longer. These the, the, Sumeria knows how to tell a good story that people will be telling. They forgot the most thousands forgot the of older years story later. Than I that. Just, There's an older story than great. that. That's Something more older than the epics of Gilgamesh. Yeah, it's Darmak. It's Darmak and Jalad at Tanagra. <laughs> it is yes, yes. It is one of the oldest human legends, and like it's a really good story like it's a really if good any, story if anyone got that reference i just said you're my best friend ever uh, in chat you're a super geek like me and nystagmus uh, so i just i don't know i want to i want to i want to tip my hat to uh to the civ developers is is uh, you know temba his arms wide shaka uh, when the walls this fell. is not shaka <laughs> when the walls fell no this is temba his arms wide i really like that little tiny tweak uh i think that's just fantastic so uh do we have time for great people we do have time for great people don't worry we, I, I made sure i have we had enough time that's why we moved on um right. these great people holy crap there's so some there's some ridiculous so ones oh my god they're so good okay so sorry we're gonna go okay, through go ahead every boy. single one of these because there's a, there's an, enough where you we have time to go through every single one of these uh, we have new great merchants. We have Zhao Deguan, activate in a city state to gain three envoys. Okay, that's not bad. Okay, okay. Then you have Ibn Falden. You get plus one trade route and trade routes to city states gain plus two faith. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, right, right on. Great, great new addition to the great person. Okay, here's the different one that's going to really shock your brain here. We have Stanford Raffles. Yeah. Hold on. Activate in a city state to absorb it into your empire. <laughs> that's with the base game okay, and get the plus 10 game. loyalty per turn in the city that's if you have rise and fall and gathering storm this is nuts are you kidding me <laughs> Wait, what? yeah just take an entire i just love the name <laughs> stanford raffles yeah we need a better better we need a better know a uh, great person nystagmus well he's busy <laughs> right want, now he's i want to hear right about stanford I know, I just, in the future, I want to hear about Stanford Raffles. <laughs> so who wants to go through Great Scientists? We'll do one each and kind of rotate through. Sure. Okay. Great Scientists. Okay, let me get there. Okay. Great right, Scientists. You do Great Scientists. Uh, do Great Scientists. So we have uh, Cheng Heng. Uh, triggers a Eureka for Celestial Navigation, Mathematics, and Engineering. If they're already triggered, um, it completes them. So if you've already triggered them, then it completes the text. Okay. And we have... Uh, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, uh, Cal Dunn. Um, chosen campus. So you do it on a campus. Gains two housing and one amenity. Wow. Increases non-food yield benefits of happiness of your empire by 40%. Wait. Increases wow, non-food yield benefits of happiness. of happiness in your empire by 40%. 
So like luxury so, resources? Uh, I guess like production and stuff. Because when you're when your cities are happier, then they have more production and stuff too, oh, right? Oh, whoa, what? Yeah. Holy crap. Okay, that's pretty good. The two housing that too is, is pretty really good. good. And uh, wow. Margaret Mead grants a thousand science and culture on standard speed. Nice. So 500 nice. science and culture on online speed. Just a gigantic burst of culture and science. I know this name, Margaret Mead. I just read something about Margaret Mead. I don't remember what. You know who'd be really good with the previous one? The Khaldun? Scotland. Wow. Are you kidding? Scotland would just become yeah. like yeah. they already have all those happiness benefits, right? This would just this is almost a guaranteed 40% bonus to that. It's great. And they get better great scientists too, Scotland. So like they're almost more guaranteed to get this than anybody else. Oh my gosh, Scotland, S tier. Here we go. Here we come. Here it comes, Scotland. <laughs> oh, they're going to dethrone Georgia? I don't know. <laughs> right. Moy, tell us about the great generals. I'll do, That's you. I'll do the admirals. Okay, I'll do the, I'll do the generals. Yeah, you do generals. Okay. I'll do admirals. So we have Dandara. It gives you... I'm, I'm going to go... With, uh, oh, this one's funny. This one's hilarious. I think this one is the most, the, the most hilarious one that I've read. When I read this one, I couldn't believe this existed. Sorry, Carl. Uh... <laughs> Dandara, plus five combat strengths and plus one movement to industrial and modern era land units. Okay, so let's establish that. It is an industrial level great general or a modern era level great general. Here is the retire effect real quick. You get a warrior monk with one promotion. Okay. When do you get warrior monks normally? Classical era? When you, when you get a religion? Something like yeah. that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get a warrior monk. I guess you, you get you get cornered, you get cornered, and you're like, well, and then even I then, guess I'd rather not start in a city somewhere else. <laughs> Let's fight this to the death. Even then, even then, like you probably only retire him after the modern era. So the, in the atomic or information era, right? And then so in the information era, like, oh, here's my one warrior monk. Oh, I'm gonna kill you with maybe. My Maybe he's lame and you get him in the ancient era and it's like, well, do I want to keep this guy who doesn't do anything until the industrial <laughs> maybe, era? <laughs> maybe, maybe. That, I don't know. I just thought that was hilarious. I must live a thousand years and then I will be useful. <laughs> then you have, I no way I'm going to pronounce this name. I'm going to say Trung Trak. Uh, plus, uh, he is a classical and medieval era a great general. His retire effect is you permanently reduce your empire's war weariness by 25%. So not useful for Macedonia, but useful for everybody else. Then you have Tupac Amaru II. I had to Google who this was because I legitimately thought it was Tupac, and I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> he's a modern and atomic era great general. I'm sorry, Nostagmus. And his retire effect is that he grants... A, this, one's, this one's nuts. He grants a musketman in each of the target's cities in indefensible and undefended districts. What does that mean? Basically, all the districts that are not an encampment. So if you have a harbor, and you have a campus, and you have a holy site, and you have an industrial zone, you put this great general and you retire him in that city, you just got Four musketmen in the atomic era, baby. That is pretty yeah. sweet. And you can upgrade them that all. So it's, that sweet. one's actually useful. Unlike the uh, stupid warrior monk over there in the atomic era. Let's go through the great, the great admirals. <laughs> so, so the great admirals. Okay, so uh, many of you will know this first one. Uh, he is one of the six friends. 
Uh, yeah. This is Matthew Perry, and, and I looked into it, and it is apparently uh, Matthew Perry. He he Can served he be as any an, more of a as great an general? admiral. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's an admiral. He's an Sorry. admiral. He's a rear, he's rear rear admiral Matthew Perry. Um, it's it's quite a story. Okay, and then Rose he rose. Pivot. Pivot he your rose story. to the ranks. He rose to the ranks. Uh, plus five combat strength. Plus one movement. Uh, to modern and atomic era naval units within two tiles. Okay, so you got your standard there. Uh, and then the retire effect is grants enough en- en- yeah, envoys to become suzerain at selected city state. This removes all <laughs> other envoys. Oh so my God, Matthew dude. Perry, and this is where this is where I know this is true. So good. He basically comes forward and he says, "Listen, I got this good show. I'm this sarcastic guy in it. It's called Friends. You're gonna love it." And they're like, "We do. We love it. Forget Moy. They don't <laughs> even remember Moy. Moy is gone. He's dead to them. It's only Matthew Perry and Friends now. They erase all envoys." from a city state and now you become a uh, suzerain. Now I guess um if all envoys are erased, you only need like what? One, three Four? technically. No, but three, I don't think that's how it works. I don't I I think like so let's take your Rough Rider Teddy game for example where you have like 30 in every city state, right? I yeah. think it gives you it 31 gets me 30 and then, and then erases it erases it? all the other ones, which is like I hope so. That that is so ins- that is a guaranteed city-state cesarean bonus we dropped so that is a guaranteed cesarean city-state bonus for your empire so you can you if you get matthew perry you prioritize matthew perry and you know you want to get one city-state whether that's Yervin because you want to get a religious victory or whether that is milto because you want to get plus 25 percent science for all your strategic resources this is an insane great general i love it absolutely love it yeah this is cool matthew perry come on uh, so then we've got, uh, he, he, Himerios, plus five combat strength, plus one movement to a medieval Renaissance naval unit. Now, if you retire him though, grants one promotion level and 25% combat experience to a military naval unit. That's like standard. I just read Matthew Perry and then I read this one is like, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, this one's like a standard um, admiral. I see this one all the time. <laughs> yeah, standard admiral. And then why not? I guess throw him in there. Uh, and then we got Hanno. That name sounds familiar. Hanno, the navigator, plus five combat strength and plus one movement to classical and medieval era naval units. If you retire it, creates a naval melee unit with a plus two movement. So that's kind of that's cool. That's kind of cool. Get get you a galley. That's faster than the average galley. Well, this is yeah, classical medieval. So this could potentially you could save it for a caravel. No, but I, I think it's like whatever you research. So you can save this for a caravel, maybe even. It's like a cheap caravel, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a free could, one. But you're probably yeah, getting one. it early. Yeah, but probably I would save it, it until you can get a caravel. And then you, right, you, you can use that yeah, as your first caravel. Enough. And that's an early caravel that you have. Or an iron. That's my opinion. My opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. All right, pay me a dollar. Uh, Nystagmus, why don't you take us through the great engineers? Lastly, the great so engineers. These, these guys are pretty cool, actually. So, Himotep. Um, mm-hmm. So, if anyone remembers the, like, is he, he's a character from, like, the Mummy movies, right? Himotep. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was, yeah. 
Yeah, grants 175 production towards wonder construction, doubled if the wonder is from the ancient or classical era. Love that. That is like a proper engineer. Like the ancient era needed an engineer. I'm glad that Imhotep is there. I wonder when you get him, though. I wonder if you get him like in the medieval era, because that would make sense. I bet you he's early. He's got to be early. He's got to be. Yeah, it's he's Egyptian. Right. Okay. Uh, it's got to be like classical and a great engineer. Then we have Shah Jahan uh, grants production towards wonder construction capped at half your current treasury, then reduces your gold by twice the amount of purchase production. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's some interesting math. What? Okay. Wait, 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 wait. So it grants you production half of your, half of your treasury. So if you have 500, you get 250 production. Then it reduces capped your gold half. by twice the amount. Yeah, so, so it, it's capped like, at it's capped at half your treasury, so you can't spend more than the gold you have. Right? Or you can choose. Yeah. It, well, though yeah. it'd be like so if you had if you had a thousand gold, it could do up to five hundred production, but it would cost you a thousand gold. Oh. So it's like being able to buy a wonder. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> That's, That's really cool. cool. Yeah. Um, and then we have uh, Kenzo Tang. Uh, Tangi um, grants tourism in each of the city's districts equal to its adjacency bonus, and it's halved for gold. Holy crap! Interesting. Yo, if dude, if you this is this is a pantheon killer. If you get Canada, you get Mali, you get that desert or whatever pantheon, you get this thing instant culture win. Like this is the easiest game of your life. Are you kidding? You get work ethic. Anything with Enzo in it should be a win. Sorry? Anything with Enzo in it should be a win. So that makes sense to me. Get out of here. I, I have no, 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 get, get it. Don't get it. No, no Ken, I'm, I'm going to say Kenzo. no and then I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. Renzo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go through the city states. This is the last thing we're going to go through before we end the podcast here. So we're all going to take one at a time. Uh, I'll go first. We have Ayutthaya. Sure. It's Close a cultural. <laughs> I get a pass. It's a cultural city state. It's Caesarian bonuses. You gain culture to 10% of the construction cost when finishing a building. That's pretty good. It'd be good for the Gaul because then you get culture for units and buildings. Wow. You basically get culture whatever you do, right? It's not bad. Hey. Who's next? Zoe, I'll who's next? Uh, Johannesburg is industrial. Uh, you get cities receive plus one production for every improved resource type. After researching industrialization, wow. it becomes plus two. Wow. So every improved resource type. That's a resource type. So are we saying luxury, bonus, strategic? Are those types? No, I was thinking like maize, or is it like rice, maize and iron and yeah i was thinking if it's that. that that's amazing <laughs> maybe i'm wrong uh, yeah, if yeah, it's, wow like if it's the if it's the former okay that's impressive it might be strategic yeah uh, it depends on whether or not it's strategic or all resources right so yeah i don't know that's a good hopefully question. it's it's type and it is like that but that'd be really crazy like you can very easily have you know six or seven uh, different types 
that's that's probably it. That's probably because no, it is so, only yeah, bonus. It, is it only bonus strategic and luxury? Those are the three types. There's no other types, right? Yeah, as far as I know, th- that's what I would consider a type. But as we know, I also think a eureka is a eureka and not a boost. I also think so, I don't. I don't think a shrine is a holy site, but you call it a shrine every time anyway. So the question is, do you understand what I'm saying when I say it? <laughs> yeah, like I think it could be things like um, like was said in chat here farm resource mine resource pasture so oh, like it's not for good. every yeah. one of them individually it's for every type that's been okay. so if a city has okay. like iron and rice and um um like sheep or something like that right yeah um then then it's three then it's plus three that right? would make more sense that would be that would be that would be good and still balanced i, I like that yeah so woolen uh, it's a militaristic. Uh, Suzerain Baron bonus is received great general points when a land unit defends a civilization or city-states unit and receives great emerald points when a naval unit defends... Uh, sorry, not defends. Defeats. defeats. Yes. Uh, when a naval unit defeats a civilization or city-states unit equal to 25% of the opposing unit's strength on standard speed. Wow. This is like F- France's great... Uh, not great. France's unique unit, but for everybody. Because France is a unique unit, you get great general points when you when you kill a unit. Okay, and that's why it's really good. Right. But this is like anytime a unit dies from anywhere, you get a great general or great admiral points. That's a pretty good one. I like this one. This one's really like focused toward like if you get this one, you're going to war 100, or you should be going to war anyway, in my opinion. So then there's Chinguetti. It is a religious city state. Its bonus is international and domestic trade routes get, receive plus one faith for every follower in this city of your founded or major religion. Wow, this is really good. This can like you can really snowball That's, with this. Right. Yeah, yeah, I like that. This is a good Chimer one because Chimer has such high population. If you can do a domestic trade route to your capital city as Chimer, and you're getting like plus 20 faith from that one trade route. Holy crap, bro. This is insane. Okay. Well, I like this well, one. It, the, the city state's got to get big. No, I, oh, yeah. I thought it was the, de- yeah. oh, interesting. I thought it was the follower, destination. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's for oh. every follower in this city. Never mind. I take it back. This one sucks. Move and, on. All right. And it means that you may want to like spend charges to get this because you, you it converts when you have the majority of the citizens, but not all of the citizens. Right. And so you may actually want to still use, every follower. Yeah. That that can get high really quick. That's like no, I meant like so if the city state has ten, 10 people, right? And yeah. six yeah. of them follow your religion, you may actually want to spend charges to get that six to ten. Okay. Right. Even yeah, though the yeah, city's yeah. already even though the yeah, city's I, been I, converted. That's still that's still sweet. Okay, it's just not, not as, as good as I thought. Not it was. as sweet, not as sweet as Nalanda. Okay. okay, Nalanda is where it's at. This is really, this is a really cool little one. This is like one that we can all share. Nalanda is almost like the village bicycle. Can I say that? Um, <laughs> so scientific type, and uh, so the suzerain bonus is city states and their suzerain can build. The Menevaria improvement, Mahavenaria improvement. Mahavihara. So here's the cool thing about the Menevaria improvement. It's a plus two science and plus one housing. Very nice. Plus one faith for every adjacent holy site. Plus one science for every adjacent campus. Very nice. After researching scientific theory, receive an additional plus one science for every campus. Very nice. Ah, here's the really cool thing. When a player constructs the first Menaviria, receives a random 
technology. Now, when I see that, is it a random technology I can research or is it a random technology? Could I get robots? You know, could I get death bots, murder bots uh, in the uh, ancient era? Ooh, by by random chance. I'm well, guessing that'd be the most useless thing ever. Technology because, you can research. No, but like, well, it also might that might also make you like dead end. Like, oh yeah, I can get death robots now. Except I don't have uranium yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, that's the, true. The, the, the first one's for, whatever. Okay, yeah. Even if it was though, you could claim i got death robots okay you need i know it how to just build take them. me 500 um, turns to build it <laughs> just take me yeah it, it's must basically be like built it's on doing that would be like having leonardo da vinci be like hey man i got a helicopter what do you mean you got a helicopter yeah, what are you talking about pretty you much can build the helicopter no giant. i can draw the helicopter yeah <laughs> that's why that's why it's cool it's like yeah i got combustion uh, okay like uh, maybe combustion might give me a bonus to one of my other things must be built on a flat terrain not adjacent to another one of them so mm-hmm. it is neat to see a plus two science plus one housing that's not usually a terrain improvement yeah. that we we, we we will see so i like that i like that and then yeah the first one, now i'm guessing it's the first one ever built yes when a player constructs oh no it's their empire, first empire wide that's right that's right. So we'll all get that's why I meant the village bicycle. Yeah. So I'll do it and now you do it and then you do it. Cuz the cesarean ship can like switch, right? And so yeah. Yeah, it can switch it up. Okay. So that's cool. So I like cool. that. Some Markland. So some Markland is a trade type uh city state. Um the cesarean bonus, you get to build the trading dome improvement. Mm, so trading good. domes uh give you plus this 2 is gold. Where it comes from. And then you get plus 1 gold for every adjacent luxury resource. Your ongoing international trade routes get one plus one gold per trading dome at the origin. Cannot be built next to another trading dome. <laughs> We're going to see Zoe's <laughs> land. It's just going to be trading domes everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> I want to be the Mali. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what's better? You know what's a good improvement, guys? Trading domes. You know what the best improvement of the game is? Trading domes. Just keep building trading domes and... You just trade your dome your way and you win the game. I don't understand. Why don't you have any trading domes? Like, this is the best improvement. You should have every one of these trading domes. I don't get it. <laughs> this it, Man, I, have, screams. I don't have enough gold in this game. Did you build your trading domes yet? <laughs> so, I know, Zoe, you don't particularly like tile improvement city-states, is it, right? Yeah, but this is different. This, this is, is different. a special right. district. Right. This is a district, district that you district? get to build. Sorry, district? Is that what you're saying? Isn't that what it is? District? No, it's an improvement. District? I'm sorry. Oh, it's an improvement. I, I thought oh, it said district. Oh, now I understand what you mean. I'm sorry. You used the wrong terminology there. Please continue. Yeah. So, uh, like, you know, no, shrines no, no, no. and temples this, and stuff? Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> you're boosting Eureka. You know, it's the same thing. Whatever. Sorry, when I first read this, I just remember, <laughs> I remember seeing Trading Dome as uh, that was promoted as one of the new um, improvements that was being added. I didn't realize that it was connected to this. But yes, this is different. It's gold. Usually they're silly things, okay? This is gold. Can we paint his vena gold? <laughs> yeah, this one's really good. If you're the Mali, obviously. If you're anybody, this is really good. Um, if it gave housing too, this would be fantastic. Um, the plus two gold on its own isn't that great. If you... Attach it to luxury resources, it can be okay, but definitely the the value is when you get trading routes, and that's when you uh, can finally push out your gold. 
Uh, gentlemen, any last words before we end for the night? Just that uh, this this patch was pretty fun. Uh, I would like to say suggest uh, something for Sunday for what we're playing Sunday. I'd like to talk about that mm, briefly. Okay, let's do that. Uh, but all right. So uh, this Sunday we've got an exciting show for you all, and I've actually decided because Moy, I, I I believe we liked my idea that I'm going to tweak it slightly uh, right now. Uh, so on the next show we have. Oh, Peppermint oh, Butler. Peppermint going Butler. To be joining, going to be joining us. Um, so the theme of the next show, it's going to be packed full of fun because we're going to celebrate the last three packs that have come out. Okay. So we got the Ethiopia pack, Byzantium uh, Gaul pack, and the Babylon pack. To celebrate these, the Trifecta pack, we're going to play a game where between the four of us, it'll be between Ethiopia, Byzantium, Gull, and Babylon. Uh, and a uh, random decision just now that I realized like, yeah, we should probably do this. To also celebrate it, we'll be playing the three game modes oh, that these three civilizations have presented. Oh, don't, no, don't so go, it'll no. be secret okay, societies, on, dramatic on. ages, dramatic ages, and... Heroes okay, and I was going to say, I'm going to veto shuffle mode because that's not fair for Babylon. <laughs> no, I didn't say I didn't say shuffle mode. I didn't say shuffle mode. Uh, we'll just use these ones. Save shuffle mode for another day. When when did shuffle, shuffle mode was that wasn't it was a, it was a free one. Shuffle mode was one. not a Byzantium gall pack. That was just a thing. Thank that was God. Released. Oh, thank God. Right. No shuffle <laughs> mode. Don't worry about don't worry about shuffle mode. All right, so we're going to have a battle between the last three packs that have been introduced because they've all been so much fun. Uh, and uh, the most important thing will be who gets to be Babylon. It'll be random. Hopefully it's Zoe. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll do Secret Societies, Dramatic Ages, and Heroes and Legends. It'll be an epic worthy of Gilgamesh, okay? <laughs> uh, I, I, worthy of Enkidu, even. Uh, so join us on Sunday special guest uh peppermint butler and uh we're gonna have a uh a, a pack royale that's what i'll call it pack oh, royale. I, was, I was gonna call I've it epic of Fraxis, but i guess we can call it pack royale epic of Fraxis. oh that's even better damn you moy damn you Let's go. And then, <laughs> um if you also like uh everything that we're doing the other thing, the other major event that we're holding is in december um, with the Civ Give. So we are going to be playing, Peppermint Butler is one of the Civ Give streamers that we will be playing with during that game. Um, but we're also going to be having uh, other, your friendly civilization streamers to join us. Bose, uh, sorry, Bose, Van Bradley, On Spot TV. Uh, sorry, I'm blanking. You can I, do I, it. There's a lot yeah, of them, I know. New Dad, new dad Brain. Um, so, <laughs> um, uh, uh, 100 Games, 100 Days, and... Two more. Did you say foibles? Yeah, foibles. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, and then peppermint and butter. Then, and I said that already. He wasn't in your... Oh, whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're going to be raising money for uh, children's hospitals through Everbright, um, and, uh, which is a great cause, um, especially uh, during the pandemic. Um, a lot of the hospitals are um, under a lot of strain. And so we're, it's a great cause. So come join us for that. It's going to be fun. We're going to raise money for a great cause. Um, and, uh, and extra life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> extra life. Sorry. My bad. Um, 
again new dad brain right so <laughs> <laughs> it's all good yes yes we can't wait for december 20th it's gonna be really good it's also gonna be we're gonna be drafting our civilizations on november 28th which is next next, next saturday week? next saturday next we're gonna saturday. be drawing it so uh that's when we know who we're gonna vote and we're gonna need you your the community we're gonna need your help we're gonna be choosing three civilizations and it's up to you to vote for who you want to see featured in the civ give each streamer is gonna have three civilizations that they get to choose from but it is ultimately up to the community to vote for each streamer which one they want them to play so we'll be putting out a google forms or a straw poll for all of the streamers and you gotta vote for it so stay tuned for that in the meantime we're gonna be this is all the time that we've had for the podcast we appreciate you listening if you haven't already followed us on twitter you definitely should because that's where you get all your civilization news and updates and all really really good memes you like memes i like memes zoe even likes memes you you know boomer brain but that's fine uh, <laughs> you follow us on twitter at the same love show. me a meme <laughs> love me a meme you know if you want to learn more about zoe and moy and astagmas and the community in general that's all part of the civ show join us on our discord uh it's one of the best ways to reach out to us it's a very awesome friendly community when we're not talking about politics no we're we're good <laughs> then too uh, most of the time uh awesome community come out join us on the discord uh for the civ show and just uh, see what all the hoopla is about and you can also check us out on our YouTube channel, um, which we make our other um, off-screen or off-stream uh, content. I make a series called Better Know a Leader. Uh, last one was Basil II from Byzantium. Uh, and uh, uh, Zoe makes his uh, review series, uh, Raising Reviews, and he actually has two of, two them, of now. them now. So it's an official wow. series now. Now he has two episodes. Uh, and Moy also make, uh, creates videos um, that are pretty topical um, for the civilization community. And we have a new series coming up pretty soon soon called Save from different perspectives where each of us plays the exact same game um and you can see all of our decision making processes you know usually you know someone obviously being worse than the other two guys here so uh (laughs) so definitely check that out when we uh post that too that one's gonna be a good series i really recommend that one uh and we also have a very special guest on the podcast but we're not gonna announce him yet not yet but stay tuned for that one it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be a good one i promise you that believe it all the hype is it's real. So good. Like, pipe, pipe, pipe. All the hype is real. He's it's gonna be legit. a good one. It's legit excitement. But wait, like, uh, we're we're gonna wait until uh, we're gonna wait. We're gonna wait we'll until wait. at least December third, and even then, we don't know if we're gonna announce it then. But we're gonna, Tune in. We're gonna wait. Tune in. Anyways, guys, yeah. thanks for coming out for the podcast, and we'll see you on Sunday for the Civ Show with Peppermint Butler. Have yourselves a wonderful night. Good night. Later.